0: Heidi Taza. Good morning. Or good, good afternoon. Good,
1: a- good afternoon, Steve.
0: How are you today? I'm
1: doing perfect.
0: Tell Thank- us a little bit about yourself.
1: Um, well, I um I go to Saint Peter Chanel Catholic Church in Roswell. Um, I've been attending there, I'd say about 20 years. Um, I am married to Ken um, for 36 wonderful years. Um, I have two lovely daughters, Heather and Caitlin, um, that went to uh, Queen of Angels Catholic School. Um, um, I also have a grandson that's three months old. His name is Carson. So that's like the new joy and love of my life. He's so cute. Um, he was just baptized um, on Sunday. And um, the, I was really impressed because the godfather is Father Paul from St. Peter's Chanel. So it was really nice to have Father Paul as the godfather. And my daughter, um, my other, one, one of my daughters was the godmother. And then we had um, Father Martin um, officiate the the baptism, so that was really nice. Just it was just a beautiful baptism, um, and so uh, so yeah. So my my uh, my grandson is just the joy of my life right now. I'm just enjoying him tremendously.
0: You know, I think uh, they always make the joke. If I known how much fun grandchildren were, I'd have them first. Yes, first doesn't make any sense. That's but.
1: no, it's so true. <laughs> it is so true. I mean, they just just—it's—it's it's great because you can love them and hug them, and then when they start crying, give them back to the parents, and it's—it's—it's <laughs> yeah. it's, um, it's a great feeling. I love being a grandmother for the first time.
2: And Matt, are you? Do you have grandchildren? Or? I do. I—I'm—I'm I'm actually married for thirty-seven years. Thirty-six. Uh, so thirty-seven. 37. Yeah. Congratulations! Well, I got Congratulations. you both. I've been married yeah. for twenty-one
1: years. Oh there. <laughs> go. <laughs> Got a little but, ways to go.
2: <laughs> yeah, my wife my wife and I have two daughters and both daughters have two kids. And to your point, Heidi, those those grandchildren, they're just bright lights oh, in our life. We have so much fun with them and and it really helps to understand what it's like to be in the present moment mm-hmm. when you're playing with your grandkids cuz they are just they're just beautiful ex- expressions of love and the here and now yeah to, to, uh, the the four i guess i should i should call them out caden and jackson madison and elliot they're just fabulous wonderful wonderful
0: folks if you love your grandchildren you know you want them to be in the church you want to give them that faith mm-hmm. and one way to help give them that faith is to help, have them listen to catholic Radio. matter of fact when you're driving around in your car and you have your grandchildren you're taking them out for ice cream you should be listening to The Quest, right?
1: That's right. That's right.
0: And if you want to continue this work, what's uh, Heidi, could I have you give that phone number out too up there?
1: Phone number is 470-508-1160.
0: And you can also give online at thequestatlanta.com. Go ahead and uh, let us know. Your grandchildren, You, you can uh, we can pray for your grandchildren, whatever you like. You know, Many of us have family members that are away from the church. Mm-hmm. Um, so let us know. Uh, you know the stories uh, that we can share um, and pray for you and your grandchildren. I'm a i am have no grandchildren. My oldest children are 20 years old, but I am from a family of 13 children, wow. um, and my parents have 56 grandchildren <laughs> wow. um, because of we're all married and have yeah. six or seven children. So, a brother has 10 children, um, but it's just uh, when family is awesome. When we get together, we have a great a great time. So, and that's what we're here. Catholic Radio is all about family. This is family, building family, support family. So help us do that, 470-508-1160, or give online at thequestatlanta.com. Heidi, let's talk a little bit. We just, we just came out of the Divine Mercy uh, Chaplet, and you had shared over the break uh, a little bit about some of your favorite programming on on Catholic Radio. Uh, And Let's talk a little bit about that. Let's talk a little bit about that. Um, uh, The Divine Mercy Chaplet, Father Ricardo, Mm -hmm. what what do these do for you in your Um, life?
1: Gosh, the Divine Mercy Chaplet is is probably one of my favorites. And the reason I like it is because, um, first of all, I just love the Divine Mercy Prayer. I've been doing it for years. But um, it's really nice because on my phone, I put an alarm on. And I put it on for 2:58, and so that gets me ready. And then, as soon as my alarm goes off, what I do is I put on the quest. Like if I'm anywhere, if I'm uh, doing laundry or in the car, and it's really nice because I just I have the app. And so I, I'll take my cell phone, and I also have Alexa too as well. So um, so anywhere I am, if it's you know coming close to three o'clock, I'll prepare myself and I'll tell Alexa, you know, to put the quest on and um and then the divine mercy chaplet come on and it's just it's just so wonderful and I I try to, try to do that every day um and it's just it really makes a difference in my life it just um it, it calms me down it focuses me on prayer during the day um a lot of times I get so busy in my life but when I do the Div- divine mercy chaplet it, it just okay, I need to calm my, down, my day down and think of the Lord and just think of Him. And um, and that prayer, just it just impacts me so much. And so it really has a lot of um, deep meaning for me.
0: Absolutely. Matt, do you have a favorite program on Catholic Radio or a favorite time to listen?
2: You know, I've i, I, uh, I listened to Father Jim quite a bit. Uh, you know, I, I think he's Tuesdays at, at, at two o'clock, and he's always been inspiring for me. You know, and, and that's one of the things that's so great about the quest is that you flip it on and, and almost any time of day mm-hmm. you will find something that will change the direct the trajectory of your day in a positive direction and that's really something we need more and more of these days yeah. so yeah, yeah I, I would say that's it but realistically i listen you know sp- sporadically when i'm in the car but yeah. i always find something that's meaningful to me Call the communion's a great one uh, i mean I was listening on the way over and I just, I I love
0: listening to the quest. Yeah. Yeah. Dr. David Anderson.
1: Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, I just know for me, one thing I love about the quest is um, there's been times over the years that I've, um, I go to a, um, like a formation and, and learn about, you know, God and, and just all these questions that come up. And sometimes I say to myself, I got to look that up and, and, and find out that, that answer and then all of a sudden the quest will come on, I'll put the quest on, and they answer my question. I mean, it's just like, oh my gosh, is that God talking? I mean that's what I and I just like, oh wow, I can't believe that. It and that, that amazes me with the quest. A lot of times they'll answer my questions, you know, that I, I that I wanna look up and and Father Richard Ricardo, he'll he'll answer my questions and, and I'm like, Okay, God, you're talking to me. Thank you. <laughs>
0: yeah. I've actually had the same experience for myself as is you know traveling and driving and you turn on flip on the radio station and the answer right there yeah. is boom it's like i oh. only needed to listen for five minutes and i got the answer and it's of just, what I was it's just like
1: you just kind of like you're taken back you're like mm-hmm. whoa <laughs>
0: yeah the other thing i love about catholic radio too is it, went, it kind of has that home feeling as soon as you turn it on it's like these are my catholic friends Mm-hmm. You know, these are my my people. These are the people who are journeying with me um, in the faith, and that's what I love about the personalities on on EWTN and Catholic Answers, um, and you know the uh, Ave Maria radio shows. I've met a number of these people. You've probably met a number of mm-hmm. them too in this area. They are just normal Catholics who are trying to do the Lord's work. They're not, you know, they're not. They don't they don't put on airs they're not you know unapproachable they're just normal folk um who are trying to do this great work and you walk in like oh teresa tomio hey how are you dr ray granny it's like hey how are you doing he's like they're just normal folks and and i love that there's no you know the only superstar in catholic radio is jesus christ (laughs) um and so that's what i love about it it's kind of coming home so folks every time you join the quest here you're home so so welcome home um, and we want you to give us a call, 470 508 or visit us online at thequestatlanta.com. Heidi, uh, let's talk a little bit about your involvement in Regnum Christi. Give us a, you said you were involved with that about 17 years. Yes, so, I've
1: been involved in Regnum Christi, and it's um, part of the Legionnaires of Christ, um they're a uh, priest order that is just um awesome. They're just um they're just amazing. They've really helped me grow in my spiritual life over the years and it's it's just a great community. They have a huge community here in Atlanta and um every week I get together with um about eight women that are also in Regnum Christi. They're all over there there's different sections of of the town that have um that have Regnum Christi and um, this group I've been with for years, and um, it's great because we just um, we read the gospel and we talk about it. And um, what I like about Regnum Christi is their doers. We um, we will have an apostolate every week, so um, you know every week there'll be something apostolic that we'll do um whether it's go and pray in front of the abortion clinic, whether um ask somebody to confession, um, ask somebody to go to mass and um I just I love that. And the legionnaires are really good because once a month we have a formation, um morning of reflection, they call it. And they will form Regnum Christi members, which I am, and our job is to go out and re Christianize the world. And um I just love that and they're just so good about forming us. So we can go out and form others and bring them closer to christ and it's just it's just this family that we have and and um it's it's amazing it's just um really helped me in my spiritual journey and and getting closer to christ
0: so do you do that as a, as a couple uh, no right no well, they have the-
1: they have a women's section oh. and they have a men's section. My okay. husband Ken, belongs to the men's section and they meet on Saturday mornings. I belong to the women's section, and we meet on monday nights, but every there's like in my group, there's eight, women, eight to ten women, but there's other women all over the, um, all over the, well, actually, it's all over the world. Regnum Christie's all over the world. But in the Atlanta area, um, gosh, I don't know how many women sections there are, women teams there are. There's a lot. Um, I'm a team leader. I've been a team leader for years. I enjoy doing that. And then, um, and then once a, once a year, we go on retreats. Um, and all are welcome on retreats. But the Legionnaires of Christ, they're focused on retreats. Their formation is 12 to 14 years of formation. And so, and they, they more focus on retreats and missions. And, um, so the retreats are awesome. And they're silent. And of course, this first silent retreat I went on years ago, I didn't think I could do it. Mm -hmm. But I love it because you're, you're there for Christ. You're there to learn about Christ. Um, you know, you're not there to, you know, learn about the lady next to you, about where she's from and all. You're there. It's all about Christ. And it's, it's awesome going on a silent retreat. So the Legionnaires, they, they, um, they run that. They, um, and so it's just, it's amazing. And, um, I do that once a year. And as Catholics, we should. And, and that's one thing I love about Regnum Christi is when I first joined the movement 17 years ago, I thought, oh, this is great. This is all new. And they're like, no, this is what we should do, be doing as Catholics, praying the Angelus, going, you know, on yearly retreats, um, you know, getting involved in our church, you know, which we all do. I try to do, you know, volunteer work at the church and, um, all this, you know, Catholic things that we should be doing, and they just organize it for us, you know, and um, and it's great, and they just, you know, motivate us to go out there and, and save souls, and that's what it's all about. You know, I love
2: the fact that you mentioned that you are doers. Yes, because a couple of weeks ago, the gospel was all about faith without works is dead. You need to you need to live your faith. You need to get out there and show people how we as Catholics live. So one of the ways you can do that is by calling 470-508-1160 and donating to The Quest. And of course, monthly donors are our lifeblood. They are really, really helpful. You can also go online to com. Do it now. Be a doer.
0: That's a great idea, Matt. I sure appreciate that. And thanks for putting the number out there. Uh, and, you know, Matt, earlier you called out all the knights of columbus brothers to uh to call in and give at least ten dollars a month that would be a great idea uh continue to to give us a call here at 470-508-1160 or as matt mentioned you can also give online the quest Atlanta.com. our our theme for this pledge drive is saints heroes for all time so so matt and and heidi i'd like to talk a little bit about that heidi can you share with us who your favorite saint is
1: well, this year my favorite saint is Saint this year. <laughs> this year. My favorite saint is Saint Joseph. Um he is amazing. I um I tell my husband he's the new man in my life. <laughs> and he's like, he just rolls his eyes, okay. All right. <laughs> but he is. Saint Joseph's the new man in my life. And um what really um drew me to Saint Joseph is um I did the consecration, thirty three day consecration to Saint Joseph. Matter of fact, I loved it so much, I've done it three times. Um I've gotten my exercise group to do it. I got my Bible study group to do it. Um, and then I got my church friends to, to participate. And so I did it three different times. And, um, you know, of course, I grew up Catholic. I'm from a good Catholic family, youngest of seven. Um, and I knew about St. Joseph, but when I did the 33 day consecration, I mean, my, I just, I just couldn't believe I fell in love with him. Um, it just stuff I didn't know about him and, um, and it was amazing because at the end of the consecration, each time I did it, we all, um, uh, met at the church, um, the group I did it with. And we, um, like we, one time we had a deacon come, or actually twice we had a deacon come, and, um, we just did the consecration. And, um, just what I learned about St. Joseph and how, he, how devoted he was to the Virgin Mary. And, um, and I love that. And it's so good for families. To experience that, especially, um, in this day and age where, you know, families are just breaking down and to see Saint Joseph, you know, the head of the family and, and, um, you know, what he went through to protect Mary, you know, and, um, I know I was in Egypt years ago and I mean, people are brutal there and it is true that saint joseph had to protect mary you know go, when he was in egypt and cuz they 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 were brutal you know over 2000 years ago and they still are i mean they're very aggressive um you know a lot of pagans there and to see what joseph did and protected his 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 wife is um it was just a role model for me and um and now every morning i um i bought a statue of the sleeping saint joseph and um and so uh, every night, a lot of times, I'll put my prayer intentions under the sleeping St. Joseph, Wonderful. and uh, and I pray to him every day now.
0: Yeah, that's a great that's a great story. How about you, Terry or Matt? What's your uh, who's your favorite?
2: Well, I'm I'm, I go easy, I guess. It's it's St. Mother Teresa of Calcutta. Oh, yeah. uh, I've been pretty involved with Respect Life Ministry, and she said something that just struck me to the core, and it says, if you want to change the world. Go home and love your family. Think about that for a minute. Uh, those people that you care about the most, go home and love your family. So, yeah, I, she's, she's inspirational to me. So, this, this little woman who made such a difference in, in our current culture and continues to.
0: Absolutely. Folks, who's your favorite saint? Do you have a favorite saint? And I know in the church it's kind of like, "Oh, come on, don't make me choose one." Okay, you can have as many as you'd like, but we'd like to know who your favorite saint is. Give us a call. Let us know who your favorite saint is. Um, maybe a little of your story, and make a pledge to the quest. Give us a call four seven zero five zero eight one one six zero. We'd like to thank uh, Father Paul Moreau who called in. Actually, uh, before before the break, he called in in honor of Father Tim who was who was on last hour. So Father Paul, thank you for that. Um, and also Larry and Lynn called in. But uh, this hour, we've got a call or a pledge in online from Eileen. And she said, um, announce this hour. It was Heidi. Um, uh, it was for, it's for Heidi. So um, thank you, Eileen, for yes, that online thank gift. thank you. And then Paula, also giving in honor of Heidi. So calling in or this hour, that was a phone call and edward and michelle calling this hour in honor of heidi these are all in heidi, uh, uh, honor of you heidi so so thank you for uh, putting the word out there thank you. um also online mara giving a gift mm-hmm. and where these locations are roswell canton um and in af uh, let's see canton and roswell uh cecilia called in and ken called in saying hello uncle uh uncle leo in new york
1: inside joke. <laughs> okay, all right, very good. <laughs>
0: then we'll leave it inside. Yeah. <sighs> all right. And uh we also have a call here from Ken. And uh, oh that was that was those that was the mm-hmm. uncle. Uh, August called in in honor, of, in honor of Heidi and Brenda giving online. So all your friends are many. Some, a few of your friends, I say all of your friends <laughs> are calling in. We sure appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, and and a couple of them gave a monthly gift. So thank you so much for that. As uh, as uh, Matt mentioned, a monthly gift is a great way to on, to continually support the quest. So give us a call, folks four seven zero five zero eight one one six zero or give online at the Quest Atlanta. Dot com we are going to step away just for a couple of minutes here uh, to give you a chance to keep uh, calling in um, and uh, do a little reset but uh, don't go away from the radio because on the other side we're going to get into some some deep spiritual journey uh, with heidi conversation about how the Lord has been working in her life and uh, we're also going to have Matt do some more shout outs to the Knights of Columbus so don't go anywhere four seven zero or online thequestatlanta.com Help us continue this work. We'll be right back. This is Deacon Jerry Kaysen of the Archdiocese of Atlanta, and this is my favorite prayer. Let us pray. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to your protection, implored your help, or sought your intercession was left unaided. Inspired with this confidence, I fly to you, O Virgin of Virgins, my mother. To you do I come before you, I stand sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, do not despise my petitions, but in your great mercy, hear and answer me. Amen. The
2: Quest presents Lesser Known Saints, with Ken and Chuck.
3: Tell us about St.
2: Genevieve. Born in Paris, France, Genevieve became a nun at the tender young age of 15 years old. When her hometown of Paris suddenly found itself under siege by Childeric, king of the Franks, she risked her own life and safety to go into the heart of the city to find food and supplies for those suffering from the ravages of the occupation. Years later, she would go on to face another dangerous conqueror, Attila the
3: Hun. As Parisians prepare to leave their homes, rather than face the wicked wrath of the barbarians, Genevieve convinced them to stay in their homes and to pray instead.
0: Today, it is still unknown why Attila de Hunt did not attack Paris, sparing the city and its residents instead. Genevieve died in 500 AD. Her feast day is January 3rd, and she is the patron saint of disasters, as well as her beloved hometown of Paris, France. For more homegrown wisdom, visit thequestatlanta.com.
3: Let us offer a prayer of thanksgiving for the priests serving in the Archdiocese of Atlanta. Eternal God, we thank you for the blessings of our priests who represent you on this earth. Make them more greatly aware of the grace that you pour out through them as they minister the sacraments and help them to fall more deeply in love with you after each and every Mass that is celebrated. Please strengthen them so that they may lovingly and courageously shepherd your flock. May we support the priests in the Diocese of Atlanta by offering them kind words, deeds, and assistance. We thank you, God, for the gift of your priests. Allow them to remain an example of your truth and a guide to all those he is entrusted to serve. We ask these things of you, our Lord, our eternal priest. Amen.
0: back folks this is the quest and this is our pledge drive day two we are continuing our pledge drive and with your support and your help folks thank you so much for your calls we'd like to thank brenda who's calling in a friend of heidi and august who called in as a friend of heidi and also Lori called in and uh, she is also a friend of heidi heidi we like your friends
1: yes i love my friends (laughs) And if you
0: if if you want to be Heidi's friend, you yes. can call in 470-508-1160 or you can give online thequestatlanta.com. And Matt over in the last half hour throughout that uh, challenge to the Knights of Columbus, brothers of Knights of Columbus to consider giving at least a $10 monthly gift. Uh so Matt, want you, can you give them that phone number? I think they missed the phone number.
2: They they must have because okay. I'm looking at that and t- Heidi, 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 where are all the St. Bridget parishioners? There you go. And, of course, all the nights throughout our listening area. That phone number, again, is 470-508-1160. And if you you didn't get it, it's 470-508-1160. Come on, folks, call in and support the quest.
0: You can also give online at thequestatlanta.com and on our mobile app. So give us a shout right now. My name is Steve Ponskowski. I'm in studio with Matt Curry and Heidi Taza, and we are visiting this hour about all sorts of fun stuff. Now we're going to turn to a little more, uh, maybe a deeper topic. Uh, we want to talk a little bit, uh, Heidi, about your journey, your journey of faith here. Uh, where would you like to start?
1: Well, I'd like to start, um, I have cancer. Okay. I was diagnosed with cancer of the uterus um, back in 2016, and um, it's been it's been an amazing journey. Um, It's still not over, Um, but um, back in 2016, I had um, I had surgery after I was diagnosed with cancer. And cancer does not run in my family. Um, My mother's still 94. My father was when he passed away, he was almost 90. And so it was a shock. It was a, it was, it was a shock when I found out I had cancer because it does not run in my family. So I said, okay, Laura, here we go. Um, I just, I just decided from day one, I was going to offer this up and I had people in mind that I was going to offer up my cancer for. So, um, after the surgery, um, in 2016, about a year later, um, I was diagnosed with a herniated disc. So for one year, um, I was treated as having a herniated disc. So I did everything from cortisone shots to epidurals to, um, uh, massages and, um, acupuncture and, um, you name it. And after the second cortisone, um, cortisone shot in my back, the doctor said, well, we can do a third one. And after a year, I said, no, I said, I want to get this herniated disc. I want to have surgery. I want to get, you know, I I don't want any more shots. It's not working. So I I made an appointment with a neurologist. And when I went there, he took some x-rays of my back and he said, you don't have a herniated disc. You have a tumor. The cancer's come back. You've been misdiagnosed for one year. And what happened was, is when the tumor came back, it came back in my lower back, my lower left side. So immediately, um, I, went into, um, I went into radiation, and I had uh, 20 rounds of just intense radiation. And um, I went through that, and um, after that, about, uh, about three or four months, it was great. Life was great. The tumor had shrunk. And then, I guess with five months later, it started growing back again, the tumor. So... Um, so I just, uh, so then at that time, and so in the meantime, with my spiritual director, um, I started, and I didn't know I was, I didn't know the tumor had come back at the time. That was in, in November, is when my spiritual director said, let's read this book together, um, called, um, it's by Saint Ignatius, um, and it's called The Ignatius Ad- Adventure. And um, and you read it with your spiritual director because it's very intense. For one, every week I get together with my spiritual director, and we read and we talk about scripture. And um, it's, it was really it's a it's a it's a great book. So I decided to be committed to do this. It's like almost like six months of of, of um, this. Um, it's a spiritual exercise by Saint Ignatius of Loyola. It's called the nineteenth annotation. Mm-hmm. And so I was committed and um because you have to pray probably for an out third forty five minutes to an hour every morning. Well, I said I was committed, so then after I commit, then like six weeks later, I found out my cancer comes back again, so it was like, God is amazing how he works because I was hesitant to do this because this is a big commitment i am like, i don't know if I want to do it so I, I made that commitment and it 's just amazing how God works because um and then it just uh, so in December, November, December, I found out my tumor came. My tumor came back. So my oncologist said, "Let's do chemo." So in January of um, uh, January of 2000 of 2000. Let me see, um, of 2020, I was going to go through five and a half months of chemo, and um, it was intense. I had to um, go. I started going once a week to um, the infusion center, but then uh, it ended up after a couple weeks going three times a week because I was having, um, they had to uh, test my blood. I had to have lab works because my um, uh, a lot of my test results were not coming back the way they should be, so I had to be tested. So I was going to the infusion center four times a week. So, um, so in about the six weeks into chemo, I... Um, I had a I, I had a allergic reaction to one of the chemo drugs. It's called Taxol, and um, the story goes is I was um, I was uh, I was with my friend. She took me to the um, she would take me to the infusion center, and um, after they gave me the Taxol drug, I've been taking it for about six weeks. All of a sudden, I started blowing up. I just my face was turning red. I'm just like blowing up. My friend goes, "Oh my gosh, Heidi, something's wrong. I'll go get the nurse." So she ran and got the nurse. The nurse came over and said, "Oh my gosh, you're starting to have an allergic reaction." I mean, I w- I felt I was on fire. I mean, my my I just felt like somebody just had lit in a match inside me. And so um so then all of a sudden the head nurse comes over and everything just just shuts down. I mean, it's just like, oh my gosh, the infusion center. All these nurses just hover over me. I'm looking, um, I'm looking at these nurses, and I'm like, oh my gosh. So I realized, okay, I gotta be calm through this, um, because I mean I'm just like turning bright red, and and so the nurses were awesome. They're like my angels, um, I call them at the infusion center. So what I did is I closed my eyes and I just started praying. I said, okay, dear Lord, you've got to get me through this. Going back to the St. Ignatius um, book that I was reading with my spiritual director, one thing that St. Ignatius believes in is when you're reading the Gospels, you want to be there in the scene. You want to be there in the moment. You want to put yourself in the scene, literally. From um the smells of the bread cooking or the way they're dressed or, um, you know, uh, just you're in the scene. He was saying Ignatius is really big about that. So I had learned to do that with my spiritual director. That morning, I decided to, before I went into the infusion center, um, that morning when I was doing my morning prayers, I decided to um, um, have a meditation on the visitation. Where um, you know uh, Mary came to to Saint Elizabeth, so I was meditating on that. So when I got to the hospital and I had my allergic, re- I was going through my allergic reaction. First of all, I started saying my prayers, my Catholic prayers, Hail Marys and full of grace. And the nurse was the head nurse. He was so impressed. He goes, "You're just so calm." Because in the meantime, they're they're injecting me with drugs. They're trying to get this allergic reaction down, and I'm just blowing up. So. So then this and I just and I just said to him, "I said, "Because I have God in my life," and he goes, "Oh, okay and um, so in the meantime, he's, he's explained to me what they're doing. they're pumping these kinds of drugs in me because I'm just like blowing up and, and just turning red and um so then um so then all of a sudden I said to myself, okay, I've got, I've got to meditate on something. I've got to, I've got to take this book from Saint Ignatius that I've learned and I've got to meditate. So I decide to meditate on the visitation. So here I am. I'm in the scene. I've got the Virgin Mary, the Blessed Mother on my left and Saint Elizabeth on my right. And I'm in the middle and we're, ro- we're um, rolling dough we're making dough in this in this kitchen on a farmhouse table and the virgin mary is dressed like a peasant you know lady and um and we're just talking and all of a sudden um i just start feeling pain in my back it's just like stabbing me something stabbing me in the back and the head nurse had told me he goes heidi you you're, you're going to feel this pain part of the the taxol the part of the um the reaction to it is back pain so The blessed mother, she looked at me and she goes, "Heidi, sit down." So I put my rolling pin down, and she said, "Start breathing." That's all she said is breathe. So next thing you know, I am breathing, in and out, really slow. And that's all she. I'm looking in her eyes, and that's all she's telling me to do is breathe. Nothing else. She's not telling me to offer it up. She's. She just says, "Heidi, just start breathing." And so I start breathing and I'm breathing in and out, in and out very slowly. Well, the head nurse, he catches on and he says, Oh my gosh, Heidi, that's great. Just keep breathing. Just keep breathing. And that, so I, and I, in the meantime, he's telling me, you know, this back pain's intense. This is part of what's going to happen. Hang in there. The drug should be kick, you know, kicking in. And of course, allergic reaction, it's fast. I mean, everything is happening really fast. And so, um, so I just start breathing and it gets me through the pain of what the allergic reaction is doing to me. And I just and that's all that's all she said was just keep breathing and then eventually the pain went away, the the redness, the you know, my swelling went down. And, um, and then I just opened my eyes and of course all these nurses, everybody's staring at me and I'm like, oh my gosh. And, and so, and then my friend Shelly that had taken me, she goes, I knew it. I knew you were praying and meditating and, and it was just, it was just a neat experience to have the Virgin Mary tell me to breathe. And, and none of the nurses, I mean, they were awesome. They were amazing nurses, but nobody told me to breathe. And the person that told me to breathe was the Blessed Virgin Mary, which got me through that allergic reaction wow and and you know just being in that prayer and being in the scene and and just really just got me through um through that that time and I could go over I could talk about many other journeys that I went through with cancer, you know battling cancer and during the um during the uh you know during the chemo and what was really sad is after. um, It's amazing how God. I would pray every morning, you know, dear Lord, please put people in my path, to you know, to to help me with this cancer, to to get through it, and He would. And um, you know, I couldn't name a couple of situations, but one situation was is I was um, I was uh, I was really depressed because I had went through five and a half months of chemo. I lost my hair. I um. You know, I was sick, I had morning sickness. Um, you know, everything you g- experience when you go through chemo. Well, after five and a half months of chemo, it, I had an, an, I mean a, um, a CAT scan and a PET scan, and it showed that the tumor uh, did not shrink. It really didn't grow, but it didn't shrink, so I was just feeling sorry for myself. So I go into the infusion center my last day of chemo, and I was really depressed, and that's not like me. I'm not a depressed person. And the nurse, all these angels, she came to me and she said, she says, Heidi, you you have been so she was just so positive. And she says, you have been so positive for the last five and a half months. You have been so strong. You come in this infusion center and you're just so happy. You just you just bring a joy into this this infusion center Um, and don't get discouraged. You're going to do fine, Um, she said, because. Working in the cancer, working with cancer patients for the last 11 years, I have seen so much cancer and I have seen people. She says, you know, it can't be your diet because I've seen heavy people, uh, skinny people, people that are healthy, people that are not healthy come in here. But where I see the results in people that do well, Surviving cancer is people that have positive attitudes. That's where you see the results. And you have such a positive attitude. And she would just encourage me and she says, don't give up. You'll do fine. And, and just, you know, God would put people in my path that would just encourage me. And, um, another incident, I'll just one more, is my hairdresser. I remember when, um, I was told that my tumor had grown back. Um, I got the call and I was having my hair done, and I told my hairdresser, I've got to answer this call. And, um, the doctor told me your tumor grew back again. Um, and so I just it was like, my, I just hung up, and, and the hairdresser, she was a great Christian lady, and we just started praying. And she just, and usually she always has, she's really busy, but that time she wasn't busy. And so we just started praying and and it just it just helped you know her being there and just you know having that experience of 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 the doctor calling me. So in the um so in the meantime I um I uh I had more radiation and so what's happened is is um my tumor's come back again for the second time um and with the radiation, it, it did, it did um, shrink a little bit, but then now it's come back. I had a PET scan um, done uh, two months ago, and it showed, of course, the tumor's coming back. After all the radiation I had, I can't have any more radiation. They've done so much radiation. Can't you tell I'm glowing? <laughs> <laughs> I've had so much radiation, they can't do any more radiation on me. They can't do surgery. Um, because um, the tumor is entwined in my back, um, so they can't do surgery, they can't do radiation. Um, chemo didn't work. Right. And so um, I talked to my oncologist actually a couple of weeks ago, and I am going to start immunotherapy tomorrow. So um, so hopefully, pray that the immunotherapy will work. Um, but with this, going through the cancer journey, I do have to say... Um, I've offered it up, and I'm so blessed that um, the good Lord has let me see some of my fruits of my offering, of my, all my, you know, what I'm going through for the, since 2016. Um, he's let me see some of my fruits um, of all my prayer and suffering. Um, some I think I'll probably have to wait till I get to heaven. Yeah. Um, so, but I'm just, I'm really, I am, I'm blessed that I can go through this journey. Not everybody can say this. Um, I do offer it up for the holy souls in purgatory. That's one of the things, one of the, and I always feel like those people owe me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, they're probably praying for you too.
1: Exactly. So I always say, okay, you you know, I got you out of purgatory, you know, with all my pain and suffering going through this cancer. But, um, but, um, it's just, it's been a wonderful journey. And, and like I said, I could talk more about just how God has just put people in my life. And um, and just the power of prayer, and I have so many people praying for me. Um, you know, all my Regnum Christi um, sisters in Christ have been praying for me and masses, and and it's um, it's crazy because I have all different religions praying for me. Mm-hmm. I go to my exercise class, and and um, and one of the exercise uh, ladies that um, I exercise with, she goes to a Bible study or Baptist. Um, uh bible study class or whatever and they have so i have them praying for me and i mean it's i I work at a crisis pregnancy center so i have all denominations praying for me and um just the power of prayer and i feel like the graces that um these prayers have sent me just to be calm to be calm when i was having that allergic reaction to be calm when i find out for the you know second or third time my tumor is growing back it's that peace that you have, that only prayer, that only Christ can give you, um, you know, going through this journey.
0: Wow. So, yeah. If you're listening, you're hearing the voice of Heidi Tazan. thank you, Heidi, for, for sharing that story. It's, it's beautiful. And thank you for your faith and um, know of our prayers for your continued thank journey. Thank you. Here. Thank you. Folks, it's just, uh, you know, the Lord is so present in our lives. And I, and I love the, I really love the, uh, you know, the definition of, of Alexio Divina that you mm-hmm. that you're doing there and then putting yourself in Scripture and our and our Lady being with you during that journey, um, it's just a beautiful uh, reminder of how Christ is with us through everything. Um, so, folks, you know, I just uh, want you to continue to hope. That's our goal here mm-hmm. at the Quest is to continue to bring you hope. And if if you're not not hearing the hope in Heidi's voice, I, I know you're hearing it, uh, and that's what we want to do. You know, we all struggle. You have struggles in life, and uh, we're here for you. So we also want to be here for others. So help us continue this work by giving a call. So shout here four seven zero five zero eight eleven sixty four seven zero five zero eight one one six zero, or check us out online at thequestatlanta.com. dot uh, com. We did uh, receive a gift from Gary in honor of Heidi, Martha, my friend. Yes, so there was. There's probably an inside story there <laughs> too.
1: Lots of inside jokes going out. <laughs> <laughs> and also, thank you, Augie,
0: and Rich. Also, uh, giving a, a in honor of Matt Curry. So there you go. Respond. Uh, respond to your uh, your call out there. And uh, also, uh, this was from other Father Tim was on a uh, previous hour with his parents, and so Nancy and Bob called in to give in honor of father tim you can uh, give in honor of your saint in honor of the stories that you're hearing here um if you're from saint benedict's saint bridget saint peter's chanel uh your kids go to queen of Angels school uh you know call in you have so many great things going on in your community we want to be a part of that the quest wants to be a part of the great works that are going on one of the great things about catholic radio is we raise all ships in the harbor that's our goal and uh, so that's why only twice a year we're going to step away at like at like this and ask for funds. The rest of the year we're going to focus on the work that you're doing um, and, and bringing you great programming from EWTN Catholic Answers and Ave Maria Radio so help us continue this work by giving us a call 470-508-1160 470-508-1160 or online thequestatlanta.com um, so, and as you mentioned folks if you want to look up uh, I actually have some cards here in front of me of the Lectio Divina. My, my children and I do the Ignatius mm-hmm. prayer. Um, and take, that, take a look at that. It is a beautiful way to be with the Lord in Scripture, and we as Catholics sometimes are a little remiss in our relationship with Scripture, although I think over the last number of years, that's been, we've been working on that hard in the church. And so look up Lectio Divina, and that's mm-hmm. a great
2: way to pray, a great way to journey with the Lord. Steve, there was a, there was a, a certain joy watching Heidi tell her story. I mean there's clearly she's got an attitude of gratitude and I think we should all have that and and embody it. So it was it was it was wonderful watching her her eyes shut and she was revisiting that that very special moment. So if you've got somebody you'd like to make a tribute to, give us a call. 470-508-1160. Cancer sucks. We know that. <laughs> but I'm going to fight it. And it and it it impacts lots of lives and I'm sure everybody out there listening has had somebody that they've that they that that's fought the that fought the fight. So give us a call 470-508-1160, make it a tribute to somebody you loved and uh, you can also go online thequestatlanta.com.
0: If you're just joining us in studio here Matt Curry along with Heidi Taza, my name is Steve. Sponskowski also in studio with us, Dom Villano, and uh, we are just sharing stories. We're talking about trying to encourage you um, and also encourage you to support this great work. Um, you know, Heidi, let's talk a little bit more about uh, the saints coming in to, you know, of course, Our, our Lady um, and Elizabeth we're, were part of your, your Lectio Divina. Um, other saints that have been journeying with you over, over these the last about, about five years.
1: Um, well, a big saint of mine is Saint Monica. I love Saint Monica. We were best friends when my daughters were in high school. We were good friends. <laughs> those teenage years. I mean, I love my daughters, but you know, teenage years are challenging. And Saint Monica, she was great. She just got me through. She got me through those years. So, um, she's been another one. Saint Philomena, um, we have a devotion to her at Saint Peter Chanel every Tuesday, every Tuesday evening. Um, from six to seven, we've been doing that for twenty years at St. Peter Chanel, and for one hour we um, pray for the intercession of Saint to the, through the intercession of Saint Philomena. Um, she was, you know, was a martyr and um, just a great saint, especially for the youth. These young people needs a good role model, and Saint Philomena is just a, a phenomenal role model for young people. And so I, I, you know, I just love her. I pray for her intercession all the time. So she's another one of my favorite saints. I have a lot of favorite saints. <laughs> well,
0: who's the, who's the patron saint of cancer? Is it St. Gymphna um, or no?
1: I can never say his name. Um, Peregrine. Yeah. Peregrine. 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 That's it. Peregrine. I hope I say it. Yep. Peregrine, yes. Yeah. And at St. Peter Chanel, there's a, a there's a beautiful statue of St. Peregrine, the um, saint for cancer.
0: Folks, if you're just joining us, we we're all looking at each other in the studio because uh, somebody walked in and started talking. to us. like, what, what, what are you talking about? Live radio, live radio. Well, and we're talking about uh, uh, favorite saints here of Heidi. Um, and you know, do you have a do you have a favorite saint, folks? Do you have a favorite saint or a number of favorite saints uh, that you go to? Who's your go to for prayer? Give us a call four seven zero five zero eight eleven sixty four seven zero 508-1160, or online at thequestatlanta.com. Gretchen and Paul just called in and giving in honor of Heidi. So Gretchen and Paul, thank you so much for, for your gift. And folks, actually this hour, if you call in, we are going to offer you a gift certificate from a number of businesses that we have av- available, Chick-fil-A, Alessio's, J Christopher's, The Pie Hole, Slopes Barbecue, uh, let's see, The Thai House, Re- Revilly and in Marietta, Reville? Revelly. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> blah. Yeah, that's like... Blah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in Marietta. If only I could read. Um, Crab Apple Tavern, and instead of flowers, a gourmet, gourmet dinner delivered to your door. These are some businesses who have offered us gift certificates, so if you call in this hour, 470-508-1160, our, our uh, call... Uh, counselors our gift counselors are going to offer you a gift card after you make a pledge you can also give online at thequestatlanta.com um, Matt do you have some other
2: saints that you uh favorite saints that you've uh, reached out to well being being that uh, I'm I'm a you know, cradle Catholic. Saint Patrick has always been oh, one, yeah. and and of course, uh, Saint Patrick and Saint Bridget were were yep. inextricably linked yep. uh, in Ireland. So uh, those those two are always ones that I go to for help and in, and in, in intercession. They are uh, they're consistent, and they're uh, they're they're part of the <laughs> they're part of our culture. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's beautiful. Well, we are at the top of the hour. I do have to step away for a legal ID. Uh, Heidi Taza, thank you so much for sharing your story and being with us this hour. And I know, Matt, you're going to come back with us in the next hour to help us continue that. Folks, thank you so much for your calls. We are going to leave our phone lines open, and our website will still be active over the break. So continue to give us a call, 470-508-1160, or you can give online at thequestatlanta.com. You are listening to AM 1160 WCFO East Point, Atlanta, The Quest.